Lights have to do lots of things. First of all, they have to be lights, right? So their first job is to light a space. But in the process of lighting a space, they also have to be beautiful. They have to be useful. They have to define the space. And they have to work across a lot of different kinds of aesthetics and across a lot of different kinds of applications. Good morning, I am CCB with One Workplace and we're podcasting from the pop-up at Marketplace on Maiden Lane. And I'm sitting here with Jack Squirr. Did I say that name right? You said that exactly right. I'm so happy to hear that. Okay, Jack, so tell us a little bit about why you're here. I am the Chief Executive Officer for North America in Floss and you guys have done a fabulous job of featuring our design lighting products throughout your pop-up space. And we're here to talk a little bit about both what Floss is, who we are, where we're going, but also some of the, uh, some of the lovely products that we've got here. That's fantastic. We are surrounded with some amazing Floss lights and we're delighted to have them here. And I will tell you here in the front space of the pop-up, those lights are drawing an enormous amount of attention. So tell us a little bit about that light. Well, you guys are one of the first installations in all of North America with a lamp from uh, the great designer, Konstantin Gurdjieff, uh, called Noctambul. Noctambul quite simply means um, sleepwalker. And they're hand-blown glass. And they have this really, I think, a very floss personality of their the latest innovation in technology and LED lighting with the craft of hand-blown glass. And that's a very floss thing. It's also not an easy thing to do. Matter of fact, the technology in those, lighting, in those lights are pretty new. Couldn't have made those lights even three or four years ago. Um, but taking that latest innovation, combining it with great Italian craftsmanship, floss is an Italian company. And, uh, and again, the hand-blown glass creates a really unique and uh, kind of remarkable dynamic product. It certainly does. So you just threw out a number of questions that I'd like to ask you in that particular answer. So first off, I want to ask about the floss design philosophy. So you talked about the makers and the designers, and we'd like to hear a little bit more about where they come from and why you choose the people that you do. Well, you know, floss was born in 1962 in, uh, in Milan, Italy. And it has a very, because of that, we're a very Italian company with a very Italian heritage. And really what we try to do is combine the latest breakthroughs in technology when it comes to lighting and innovation with that idea of Italian craft and multi-thousand year reverence for beauty and design. And I think that's what sets us apart. We're also big believers in using design as a way to solve human problems. And particularly for lighting, lights have to do lots of things. First of all, they have to be lights, right? So their first job is to light a space. But in the process of lighting a space, they also have to be beautiful. They have to be useful. They have to define the space. And they have to work across a lot of different kinds of aesthetics and across a lot of different kinds of applications. So what I think we've been good at over the last, what, going on 60 years is to take that idea of craft, technology, and innovation and marry it working with the world's greatest designers into products that are super useful for the way people live and work every day. I'm thinking about this, the problems that you solve that floss lighting solves. And if we were going to tie that to a workplace issue that you hear about on a regular basis, what would your first go-to be? Well, so a great example is the increasing desire to create living room type settings within commercial spaces, right? So very few people 
20 years ago, when I started in the interiors furnishings business, you would walk into a space and there would be acres of cubicles, right? And the sixth floor looked like the 10th floor, which looked like the 15th floor. And the only floor that looked different was generally the floor you walked in on on the bottom and the 25th floor where all the senior executives sat. Everything else was kind of a sea of sameness. That's just not true anymore. First of all, workers today want something fundamentally different than that. And secondly, because they can work from anywhere, they want to. And even when they're in the office, they want to be dramatically more comfortable than just sitting at a cubicle. Absolutely the right thing to do for lots of heads down work, but not the best place to meet and um, uh, collaborate with colleagues. Not always the best place to meet with people who are coming from outside of the business. So for us, what we're able to do is use LAMPs to both create a much more residential feel, but also use it to define the space. So you might have an area with three or four uh, soft seating kind of options in a space that might be in the middle of a room. Well, if you don't want to put up permanent walls, how do you create something that's cozy? Use lamps. You can use lighting to absolutely define the space, to warm it up, thinking about how you use the right kind of color temperature, et cetera, working with a designer. All of a sudden you create a very living room-like type setting, even if it's in the middle of an otherwise very standard kind of commercial space. That's a pretty typical problem that we're asked to solve today. And I think you're doing a remarkable job and you're adding to our portfolio of options to be able to offer to the many, many clients that we have here in the Bay Area, which tends to be on the bleeding edge of a lot of design. I wanna go back though to the Italian heritage. First off, I want kind of a little bit more about how the company actually started. You know, Floss came about in 1962, um, a guy by the name of Sergio Gandini, who, um, whose family's been involved with the business ever since. Um, up until Piero was CEO, up until really just his son, until a few months ago. So Sergio Gandini was a guy who loved great design and he loved beauty. And if you think about Italy in the late 50s, it's coming out of World War II. They're rebuilding with a lot of help from the United States. And they're also starting to become an industrial nation for the first time in their history. But they're combining that with the, the crazy, beautiful Italian craft that has always been a part of Italy. So you've got industrialization happening on the one point. You've got a coming into modernism that's happening on the other side. And then you've got this reverence for beauty that's, what, 2,000 years old or more in Italy? And out of that together, um, you have a guy named Sergio Gandini who got to know a couple of brothers called Achille and Pier Giacomo Castiglioni. And they're really the, the godfathers of um, kind of Italian design in so many ways. And out of that first came the 1962 collection with lamps that everybody knows, the Arco lamp with the beautiful Carrera marble base and the arch lamp and the Tatcha, et cetera. And that's really where Floss began. And the idea was to take great design and apply it to what in 1958, 59, 60, 61, uh, and then 1962 when the first actual um, series of products came out to what they would call modern problems. And for them, it started with modern living and then very quickly moved into modern living, working, et cetera. That's where we got our start. So it was initially an Italian company, but it's so international. Global. Exactly. So tell us a little bit more about how did that migration start? You know, it started with making great things and making great products that solve problems and that people found really beautiful and useful. And so, you know, the first Arcos came to America almost accidentally. They, they didn't wake up and, you know, there was no big master plan in 1962 that said, we're gonna become a global multinational company, design company that provides design lighting all over the world. It was, wow, that's a great idea. Let's make this great product and let's make it really well. And then, 
lots of people would come through Italy and they begin to see the Floss products and whether they were French or from the UK or from the US or from Japan, there was a lot of, how can we get that? And initially it was, I don't know. <laughs> and then, you know, being Italian, the answer was always, yeah, we'll find a way. And, uh, and, and that's how Floss grew, it really did. And now to become the, you know, the global, probably the world's leading global design lighting company. That's so exciting. So that's gonna make me ask the question about the Steelcase partnership. So Steelcase and all of Steelcase distribution is thrilled to have Floss as a part of the partnership. How did that occur? You know, it was really simple. Um, I spent 20 plus years in the interior furnishings business and got to know a number of the folks who uh, at Steelcase over time. And, and when I went to uh, lead Floss in North America, it was pretty clear we needed a great partner in the contract furnishings business. And as the next evolution of us taking our great products and uh, great design products and making them available more broadly, started talking to the folks at Steelcase and decided, hey, this, you know, we've got great stuff. You've got great distribution, great sales teams. You, you've got these customers who are looking for our products. Let's figure out a way to work together. And it was really that simple of uh, how we got together. And we spent about uh, six months talking and uh, then decided this was going to work. And that was a year and a half ago or so. So pretty fired up. Pretty fired up. Are you getting a lot of traction? We are. I mean, the, the good news is, is, you know, your team, the Steelcase team, Steelcase dealers, um, they love good design. And your customers love good design. So, uh, and we like to think we make great designs. So uh, that coming together has been really good. And of course, we've also just been really gratified by the response of the dealer partners from Steelcase and the way they've welcomed it with open arms. Now, you know, it's not um, without some of the struggles because if you spent your whole life not thinking about how to plug things in <laughs> or, to, or to hang things from the ceiling, there's a learning involved there. And, and we're working through that, but it's, uh, but it's been great. And it, it really has been, I think, a win for both sides. Okay, so do you have one great installation story? You know, I, I would, I'll point you to a big New York bank um, that was, that has to remain nameless, but a big New York bank, there's some of them, and uh, that was looking to go from the staid, stodgy kind of banking image where everybody's wearing a tie and they're all sitting behind, you know, very boring uh, kind of workstations that were probably last renovated in like 1985 and really wanted to change their look and feel and particularly wanted to create a big kind of living room type space uh, midway up in their high rise and working with Steelcase and um, working with one of the big design firms in uh, New York, we were able to take our lamps and help them really define the space and help them really kind of take it and using things from all the way back from 1962, like the Arco lamp and the Tatcha lamp, as well as brand new designs like Jasper Morrison's Superloon, uh, which is just a couple of years old. And we're able to create, I think, a really striking space and not just using floss and not just using Steelcase branded products, but also using a lot of the other Steelcase design partnership products. And it's pretty cool and uh, looks great. That's amazing. I wanna share with our listeners that at oneworkplace.com, we have an inspiration page, which we populate with some of the most amazing designs that we're running into. And Floss is gonna be jumping on that page. Love it. That being said, do you have a favorite Floss light? Yeah, you know, for me, it is from the 62, but it's the Tatcha, which is T-A-C-C-I-A, -C -C and it's Achille Castiglione, 
And uh, I had the great fortune to get to know and, uh, his youngest daughter, who runs the Castiglione Foundation. She, her name is Giovanna. She's lovely and amazing. She told me the story of Tatcha. And so I bought one for my house. It's basically if you took a pendant, which hangs down from the ceiling, and you turned it into a floor lamp or a table lamp. You turned the pendant upside down, created this beautiful glass bowl that you can arrange. And it, it's lovely. There's nothing else that looks like it in the world. And, uh, and I love it. And I own one, I bought my kids one. And I, you know, at, at some point I've actually run out of room in, I live in New York. I've run out of room in my New York space for, uh, for lamps, but it, it's one of my favorite designs. And Achilles is this really unique um, person. He's been gone for a while now, but he had this sense of both wit and charm and just putting things together in ways that are highly unlikely. You know, one of my other favorite lamps is a um, lamp called Toyo from Achille. And he took a Fiat headlight and the idea of a fishing rod. And he took this really simple, thin um, thing like a fishing rod. The first one actually was a fishing rod. And he put this Fiat headlight on the top and he wired it to a really basic transformer. And he stood in the corner of his, of his workshop in Milan. And he was like, I, and it's, it's one of those things that nobody in the world would go, fishing rod, Fiat headlight, how are we going to do this? And it's an amazing lamp that's been in continuous production since 1962. And uh, I do have one of those as well, by the way, in oh my, my house. Goodness. So really for me, anything from Achille is, is, top, is. Of, top of mind for me. Okay. I'm going to say that many of us are going to want to come visit you in New York, just so we can see what's in your space. Yeah, Houston, Houston and Green Street in Soho. Okay. Please give me that address sometime later. I would like to ask you, there's so many amazing things that you guys are up to, and they fit into that challenge that we're all dealing with these days with coming up with innovation and beauty in combination. And that's a huge demand here in the Bay Area. So we'd be interested in knowing what you are curious about. You know, I think the great thing that's happening in lighting right now is the LED revolution. First of all, it's a dramatically more sustainably, sustainable way to bring power, bring light into and handle power in, in any kind of a space, whether it's your home or a commercial space um, or a retail space or anything. And we're just starting to figure out all the things that you can do that actually solves problems with it. So for instance, Jasper Morrison's Super Loon lamp, one of my very favorite lamps, a big disc of light with edge-to-edge -edge LED lighting. Again, something that five years ago, literally the technology didn't exist, but it's moving fast enough that even as Jasper was developing the lamp in connection with Floss, the technology was developing as they were expressing the need, going, well, how do we bring this beautiful, a warm light, not the what you think of with classic LEDs, which are super blue-white and a little cold and not so great. How do we bring a warm moon-like glow into a space using LEDs. Out of that came Superloon, which was a marriage of a great idea from um, um, Jasper Morrison and a, uh, a really cool technology and ability from Floss to put it together. So uh, that's where I think taking that, what can we do with LEDs and combining that with, all right, what problems are there out there for us to solve? I think that's the next, the next thing. So when you frame it that way, there's that portability issue in the workplace today. You addressed that early on, that people like to work everywhere because they can through a lot of the technology. And well, so we're seeing work take place all over. 
How does Floss start to think about Mobileite? Actually, great point. We have, first of all, we're really working hard right now on battery life, for instance, because we do believe that portable lighting is a super important thing to do. We have two lamps right now. Um, the Bonjour Unplugged from Philippe Stark and the Bellhop from Barbara and Jay Osgerby that are all about picking up and move it with you. Um, I've used each of them in different places and they, they do different things, but there's still this idea of, okay, if I want to work over in that corner, but I don't really have that set up for me, how can I move a lamp though there? So getting the battery life right, this is where LEDs are super helpful because LEDs take so much less power to run than halogen. So whereas you might get 10 hours or 12 hours of light out of a charge with LED, you would get two or three with a halogen lamp. So the opportunity is great around just portable light. Then there's also the opportunity for indoor, outdoor. And how do I take something outdoor when I need it and bring it back inside? Uh, again, the technology is moving super fast and working together with big technology companies that are designing the next LED chips, we're able to think about what's the possibilities for us going forward. One of the great things about being one of the leading, the leading design lighting company in the world is as the big lighting manufacturers, the big lighting chip manufacturers are thinking about um, their next generation, they're actually coming to us and going, hey, if we could do this, what would you do? And our answer is, I don't know, but we got some smart people who could think about that with us. And then we reach out to our, our army of great industrial designers um, to help figure out what we could do next. So that's interesting to think about the designers and the content manufacturers, but how do you integrate the user requirements? You know, yeah, it's a, it's a continual, I think, virtuous circle where we're constantly talking to folks um, about how they use lamps, what do they need, what do they want to do, and constantly working with designers on that. And at the end of the day, fundamentally, your job is to solve human problems with design. And in order to do that, you have to understand what the problems are. So talking to folks about what they're trying to do, talking to your customers, you know, what are you trying to do in, in, in your spaces? How can we help that? Both in taking what we've already done all the way back from 1962, as we, by the way, um, bring LED technology into some of those old lamps, but also what we just designed yesterday and what we're thinking about tomorrow. We wanna to talk to commercial customers. We wanna to talk to residential um, homeowners. Uh, we wanna to talk to folks like me who live in tiny New York apartments and say, what do you need? What can you do? And then match that up with the best designers in the world with our knowledge of the best technology in the world to solve that. Gosh, Jack, you started with that solving problems with design and you're wrapping it up with that. I wanna say thank you very much. I have one more question for you. What about Floss? Is there one thing about floss that would surprise people? I think, um, I don't know if it would surprise people, but I think the dedication to craft married with the latest technology. Um, and again, I think the lights right behind us are a great example of that. I just don't know another company that would combine a really ancient craft technique like hand blowing glass with the very latest in LED technology and to work with a designer like Konstantin Gurdjieff to bring that together and to create something that's unlike anything that's ever existed before, but like most great design, feels timeless and classic the minute it, it, um, you first look at it. I think that commitment to craft is really unique to us. And these are hand-blown. We don't stamp them out of a factory 10,000 at a time. Somebody has to blow each one of these large-scale glass objects. I think that commitment to staying connected, which is a very Italian thing, to stay connected to that idea of craft, 
is uh, is what sets us apart. And and I don't know if it would surprise you, other than it would surprise you in our dedication to continuing down that path. That's fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, that wraps up our conversation with Jack Squirr. I'd like to remind you that we have a number of other maker interviews in our series, and we hope that you check them out. Yeah.